so what we are doing today is um, talking about our offering affirmation, which we all say every week. And it's very easy for things that we say over and over again to become rote. And so I want to break it down today and talk about exactly what it is that we mean when we say this every week. Basically, as the song said, as um, the quotes that I read said, if you raise consciousness, if you raise your consciousness, then prosperity follows. And prosperity means all kinds of things besides just money, but it does mean money. It means love, it means joy. It means when you go out in the world expecting to find love, you will find love. When you go out in the world expecting to find rude people, you will find rude people. When you go out, go through your life expecting no good to happen to you, you may be not disappointed at how little good happens to you. But if you go through your life expecting the good, then the good shows up. Night gives day way so day can grow. And so this is how our prayer is. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I am, all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive, and I am grateful, amen. That's what we say every week. So divine, what does that mean? Divine means from or like God. Divine love is that constant presence of love because the divine is eternal. The divine is always there. There is nowhere you can go that the divine is not. I just have to tell you, one of my dog's hairs was just swirling down in front of me. So that's prosperity. Molly goes with me where I go. Divine love, what is love? We use the word all the time. Do we know what it means? It, it behooves us to think about what we mean when we say love. And I want to talk about, I mean, wh what we as individuals mean when we say love, but I want to talk about what we in this community mean when we say love. Um, the highest expression of goodwill. That's my definition. The highest expression of goodwill. That means I want nothing but good and there's no room for anything else. And that is divine love. I don't always live up to that. But that is divine love. It is pure creative power. It is pure light. Pure light. And the nature of divine love is unconditional Unconditional means no conditions whatsoever, means you can do whatever you want. You can build a life that is full of joy and richness. You could fill, uh, build a life that is full of disappointment. Most of us build a life somewhere in between, but it doesn't matter. We are going to get loved the same either way. This is a hard concept for us to grasp because we are in our human selves so much about judgment and it's hard to think of a God or a spirit or even an idea that is completely non-judging that loves that guy as much as he loves this guy. No conditions, no conditions. So what that means to me in my life is that divine love means that everything that happens to me is good or it is for my good. 
there's something for me to be to learn. There is some way that I want to grow, that my soul is longing to grow. And so what happens is helping me to grow my soul. Now, have you ever noticed that your soul doesn't usually grow that much while you're eating birthday cake, but it tends to grow a lot when you have a large loss in your life or when you try and try and try and try and you just can't get it right somehow. Those are the places and the ways that our souls tend to grow. So it's good or it's for our good. That is the nature of divine love. Through me, divine love through me. That means as I allow, okay? As I allow, divine love does flow through me. That means I must be a conduit, not a vessel. I need to be a hose, not a cup right? So what appears to be even a full cup, oh, look at my full cup, it is going to run out because it's not connected to source. And that is why you can feel so joyful and happy in one moment and think everything's going my way and in the next moment just be filled with despair or anger or irritation. And you go, what's going on? I was just fine a minute ago. <laughs> Chances are I was not plugged into source. I was just enjoying my cup. And my cup got emptied out pretty quickly. So what appears to be a full vessel is not really. It's only temporary. To be a conduit is the only thing that staying connected to source is what allows the good to constantly flow. I look at it this way. God is pouring good all the time. Spirit is goodness in the air in you, as you, around you, as the people around you, as this earth, as this air. That is spirit constantly giving. And then I get to decide how much I receive, if I receive, or if I want to plug into it and live a life on that river of joy that flows when I allow myself to stay connected to source. So we, God is always given, we get to decide what we receive. I know this sounds very simplistic, and it is and it isn't. It's both. It's both. It's, it's simple and it's hard work because we're working against our judgments. We're working against what our culture tells us. We're working against all the things we've been told are true. So through me, because here's the thing, in consciousness, nothing is mine anyway, or it's all mine. And this is a, a, a paradox that we look at in here. Yes, we are in these individuated forms. And yes, we do have personalities, our egos. And we don't try to get rid of them because our egos are necessary for human life. We wouldn't be able to function on this planet if we didn't have one. The problem is when we let our ego sit in the driver's seat and we take a nap in the back. Because ego, ego will take us places we didn't want to go. As a matter of fact, think of yourself going, okay, take me anywhere but not this, 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 or this. And ego hears everything but the not. So they take you to all, it takes you to all these places you didn't want to go. So we have to allow spirit to sit in the driver's seat. Because here's the deal, it's all God's. But we are all God. 
We are all, not each of us is a God, but together we are all God. And so how could we not live a life that is full of love, that is good or good for us, if we are connected to that consciousness of God? Consciousness, right? We walk around unconscious. Consciousness means awareness. And that's what differentiates humans from most other species of animal, is our consciousness. Not only are we doing what we're doing, we're watching ourselves do what we do. And then we have this meta-consciousness that watches ourselves watching ourselves do what we do and tries to figure out what that means. We have all of that, and yet the beauty is that there is a place of surrender where all of that happens without our intellect or our egos having to run it. We just plug in. So all I can see in this world is temporary, or I have it temporarily. But all that I cannot see in this world is mine forever. All of the love, all of the joy, all of the beauty, all of the grace, all of the trust, all of the truth, all of it is mine when I allow myself to stay connected to source. When I unplug from source, I can start to believe lies. And that's what happens to us. So um, I read a thing about um, a professor that was, that I think he was maybe a physics professor that was saying, assigned his students, he gave them all sieves, and he says, see if you can keep this full. And they tried more viscous liquids, and they tried, they tried all this stuff, to, and you know, it's a sieve. It just ran out and ran out, and they thought, this is, why is he doing this? This is stupid. One student brought his sieve to the water and sat it inside, and it was full. It was full because when we stay connected to source, when we choose to live our life according to spirit, then we have that goodness all the time. When we think, okay, that was nice, now I got it, <laughs> which I do. <laughs> I got it now, God, thank you. I'll, I'll take it from here. That's when I lift up the sieve, the sieve and see things just running, running out. Um, there's a beautiful song by David Wilcox that talks about broken cup. I try so hard to fill you, but to be the love that fills you up. But I think you got a broken cup. <laughs> and then you try to fill me. I think I got a broken cup. So what's the answer? We go to the waterfall. We go to the waterfall. We go straight to the source. Edwin Gaines, who is well-known um, across the New Thought movement as sort of a prosperity guru and a very hilarious woman, um, by the way, very down-to-earth, too, talks about um, you can have the best hair dryer in the whole world. It can be the horsepower of, I don't know, 100 horses. It can have all of the bells and whistles, the cool shot and the different woo but unless you plug it in, it ain't doing you no good whatsoever. <laughs> Honey is what she would say. So we have to plug in. It requires connection. And so when you say, I, I try to think positive and I don't see all those positive results, well, even that judgment shows that perhaps we're not connected at this moment because 
When we are connected to that law of good, it is like gravity. It is a law that is all the time. It's not conditional. It's not sometimes. It's a law. Do I understand it? No. Do I need to understand it in order to use it? No, I do not. No, I do not. So through me, as I allow, as I allow. So my job is not to be a better person. My job is to allow myself to be in my awareness, in my consciousness, in my connection to spirit for every moment that I can remember. And to not jump all over myself when I forget, but to realize I forgot, that means it's one more chance to remember. One more chance to remember. And when I show up like that in my life, I get to remind other people of that good. I get to remind other people. So divine love through me blesses. What does it mean to bless? To confer or invoke divine favor. That's what Webster says. To bless something is to evoke divine favor on it. What I, what I would say it is, it imbues it with ongoing goodwill. You have my blessing. Not just this moment, but my goodwill is for you forever. That's what I give you. And if I forget, please remind me. Please remind me. And that's what it's like to live in consciousness and bless everything that's in my life. So when I see everything as either good or for my good, then I, even, I, I get to bless the things that don't feel good, but they're for my good if I allow. If I allow. And I may not always even see. Often I do. Often I go, oh, I see. I really needed to learn that. That's why that happened. Maybe. Or it did happen, and so I chose to learn a lesson from it instead of spending all my time complaining about it. Right? We have choice. We're always at choice point. That's what this is about. You can choose to be connected, or you can choose to think that your sieve is the one that's going to hold the water if you're not connected to the ocean. So imbues with ongoing goodwill. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies. Multiplies. Not just adds. 2 plus 10 equals 12. That's a very human level on which to live. 2 times 10 means we're getting some God in our life. Yeah, we're starting to realize that life is not just this, it's this. And then two to the power of 10 means we are connected to God power. Maybe not every moment because we're human. I, th I think when I'm connected all the time, I'll just ascend. So the fact that I'm here means I'm nowhere near got it worked out yet. But, but it multiplies. It multiplies to the power of 10. What that means is when I'm connected to God, I am connected to the power the one power that rules the universe, that creates everything, not just that created the world, but that is continuing to create the world. Meister Eckhart, who was a 13th century Catholic mystic who was almost burnt as a heretic, said the world wasn't created. God is constantly on the birthing bed, giving birth to the universe in every moment. Creation is not something that happened. Creation is something that is happening all the time. And you are co-creating with that. What are you creating? 
Where's your mind? Where's your attention? Where's your consciousness? Because you are part of that creation, always. And you can tap into that power, the same power, right? The power of unconditional love blesses and multiplies <clears throat> all that I am. All that I am. What are you? What am I? I would say each of us is an interesting, unique, uniquely and divinely gifted and purposed, individuated expression of the divine on earth and through eternity. So what individuated, that's a, that, in that song, it's a little bit of a mouthful, not personality, individuality, not ego, but when I give up my ego, that's, your ego tells you when you give me up or when you put me in the back seat and you let God take over, I will disappear. You won't be special anymore. That's what ego tells us. And we all want to be special. We all want to be special. But our individuality is this amazing conglomeration of all the gifts, all the experiences, all the time, all the love, all the power, all the creativity. It, that is yours, individuated into an expression. And all of those talents just showed up in, in you in a certain way while you're on this earth. But all of them actually belong to the one. So you are expressing God's gifts every day, every day that you choose to. So all multiplies all that I am. What does that mean? It means that if I'm gifted in a certain way and I stay connected to spirit, I may find that gift growing exponentially. That might be money. That might be joy. That might be a certain skill or talent that I have. It might be my connections with people. It might be my relationships. All of those are ways that prosperity and abundance can manifest. But it is multiplying all that I am. And when I am that, then everything I meet is that. Does that kind of make sense? Have you ever watched yourself walk into a room kind of expecting, no one here is going to like me, I'm not going to lose it, I hope I don't, nobody noticed me, I'm going to sit over here in this corner. And you didn't really get a lot of people that were nice to you. But if you walk into a room like, hey, how's everybody doing? Not fake, but with true goodwill for everyone. See what happens. I notice this about myself. When I'm not feeling well and I haven't washed my hair and I'm wearing my grungies and I have to go to the grocery store because there's something we just absolutely need but I don't really want to go, I keep my head down and <laughs> I just do. I notice myself doing that and go, Melinda, hello. But when I'm feeling good and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get me some avocados. <laughs> Then I see people, I see them and I greet them. I talk to the cashier. It doesn't mean I develop large relationships with people, but it means I'm able to look up from my little bitty self and look out and the world comes back at me the way that I'm looking out, just as the world comes back to me when I'm doing this thing. It's the way it works, it's the way it works. So all that I am, and all that I have, hmm, what do you have? You have your unique window on the world, the way you get to see things. 
I mean, have you thought about the fact that we're going to say um, this is a music stand, and we've agreed it's a music stand. I have no way of knowing whether you're actually seeing the same visual that I'm seeing when you look at the music stand. <laughs> Does that blow your mind? We all have an individual way of looking on the world. We're all a beautiful window. And that's something we have. And we have our very life, our health. We have our time. We have our talents. We have our skills. We have our earthly possessions. We have money. We have all of this. And all of this is simply energy in expression. Right? So I don't own anything. When I say all that I have, I recognize that I of myself do not own, but I have been given stewardship over so much by the one, by the one. And as long as I'm connected to that one, I see that I am able to steward wisely and well and with joy and when I disconnect, I may end up with a little less because it's like the parable of the talents. If, you, if I gave you this much and you didn't take care of it, why would I give you this much? You know, if you've gone through your life saying, I'm poor and life sucks, pardon me, do you expect to win the lottery? I don't know. All I can say is uh, Bob Allen is the luckiest person I've ever known. <laughs> Not just because he married me. <laughs> but he wins stuff everywhere he goes, all the time. It's gotten to where we're in a big conference and something, and they read a name, and it's, it's going to be Bob. Bob Allen. I don't know how it is. He goes to a casino. He actually wins. Like big wins. Like we bought a hot tub wins. And is it a coincidence that his personal view of the world is one of joy and of expecting good from people and of having the benefit of a doubt and of seeing the good? Maybe, maybe not. I would say no. So all that I have, that means all over which I have dominion. My individual expression of God has been given dominion over certain things in my life. I have my car to drive. I have my husband to love. I have my house to live in. And if I believe it, if I stay connected to my source, I realize my house, my car, my husband, all belong to God. And I have just been given the gift of being with them of caring for them, of seeing the beauty in them for this time in my life. And then I am in gratitude. Then I am in gratitude. To have dominion over something means you have power or authority. You have authority over your life, over your gifts, your skills, your talents, the way you see the world, your choice to connect or disconnect. Authority, jurisdiction. You have jurisdiction over your life. You have control to a certain extent. You have control over what you choose your thoughts to be. You have command. You have sway. You have the right to govern your own life. That is all that I have, not just what's in my bank account or 
how many antiques I own or how nice a car I drive, all that I have, all that I have. It blesses and multiplies all that I have. When I show good stewardship over the good in my life, then I receive more. It just happens. And all that I give, all that I give also gets blessed and multiplied. So think about that. To give something means to freely transfer possession or allow someone or something to have. When I give it, someone else gets it. Isn't that beautiful? It's an exchange. It's an exchange of energy. That all, that's all it is. So I get to give, to release to the care of someone else. I've been given stewardship over this beautiful thing, and I just feel like I want to give it to you. I've been given stewardship over the monetary riches in my life, and I choose every month to give 10% of that away, usually quite a bit more than that. But 10% definitely minimum to the places I get my spiritual nourishment from. All that I give, all that I share, all that I transmit, all that I broadcast, all that I send on or pass on or pass out or transfer from self to self. I give myself. You give yourself to someone. That's the most precious gift you can give. And yet, if you're not connected to source, what kind of self are you giving him? The little S self or the big S self? And again, we get to decide. We get to decide what and how and how much and when we give. But I promise you, if we're holding on and meeting out little bitty bits, we can expect to live a life that feels very tight and that we're meted out to. That's my experience. All that I give, all that I give, and all that I receive. To receive means to be given, presented with, paid, to experience or be subject to. So what I would say, all that I receive, any and all expressions of God or expressions of love, right? To me, God and love are the same thing. There's no being called God. It is the loving energy of the universe. So my very life, health, time, talent, skills, all my earthly possessions, all the money I receive stewardship over, all of it is held in trust by God. If I don't stay connected to the trust officer, I might not get to use it. Do you think about that? That's what this song is about. This life is mine. Mine in the big sense. Mine in, I am I'm so open that there is nothing that is denied me. This life is mine, and it's all in the bank. It's all already there. Can you imagine that that might be possible? That all the good in your life is already there. You just haven't written a check on it, or connected your Venmo account, or whatever. You aren't connected to that bank account, or you are connected to that account of all the good, the life, the health, the time, the talent, the skills, and the earthly, earthly possessions. I, um, 
in this comes that idea of whether a glass is half empty or half full. And, you know, they say the pessimist sees it as half empty, the optimist sees it as half full, and the pragmatist just drinks it. <laughs> what if you don't even think about the measure, you just drink of life freely? And I promise you, every time you think you're getting to the end of your cup, there will be more. There will be more. We can have our cup half empty, half full, overflowing, or we can have our cup actually be a conduit with love flowing through it so fast that we can't even put our minds around it. It just happens automatically. Um, way back when I was in my fundamentalist church of childhood, where being poor was like almost the best thing you could be because you're going to get your reward after you're dead. Doesn't that make you feel good? Yes, suffer farther along. We'll know all about it. Did you, any of you sing that in your church? Oh, Lord, farther along. How about now? How about now? How about my joy now? Um, but there was a man in our church who had a lot of money, and he got criticized by, by people for that, um, mostly behind his back, but occasionally in front of him. And he said one time, I don't know what to tell you. God keeps shoveling it in. I keep shoveling it out. God's got a bigger shovel. <laughs> and I'm telling you that that is the consciousness that allowed him to not be holding on tight to his good, but to just trust that the good was going to come in. He, he can shovel it out all day because God's got a bigger shovel. I love that. I was six years old when I heard that, and it's, it stayed with me. And I am grateful. So to be grateful is to feel or show or experience appreciation, to be aware that a gift has been given. Ooh, that means to use it, to feel it, to pass it on. To recognize it didn't have to be this way, but it is. And I get to allow that. I am grateful. I tell you, when you start expressing gratitude, you get more every time. You probably learned that when you were little. Say please. Say please. And if you didn't say thank you, you might just get that one cookie. But if you said thank you, you might get another one. It's kind of the way life works with us. If, why would I give you more if you don't care about what I already gave you? Why would life give me more if I show that I'm not a good, stewardship of life, a good steward of life? I don't take care of it. I don't care about it. I don't even notice it. So I am grateful. Amen. So be it. Full stop. Amen means agreement. It's our big yes to the world. Yes to joy. Our giant yes. Join me. Amen. Thank you. Whew, so we're just going to take those ideas into a, a meditation. So if you'll just allow yourself to sit comfortably. Shake out any of the kinks. Take a deep breath. And breathe in the love of God, which is all around you, which is already in you, keeping every single cell in your body alive.
moving every single atom in every single cell. And notice it and allow it and be grateful for it. And as you just simply breathe, acknowledge that you are receiving the energy and love of God. You're receiving life and health in this moment. When you realize it, life feels more joyful. So just breathe in that joy for a moment. that everything that happens on this earth is just energy transmuting to matter, transmuting back to energy. And know that this energy of life, this energy of God, this love, this goodness is yours in every moment. Take a deep breath and just say... Yes, I consent. I say yes. I allow. And I say thank you. Thank you for what is and for what is to come. Thank you for every moment that I am aware of the goodness in my life and feel it blessed and multiplied in me. And when I feel that fullness, there's nothing to do but give. And actually, even if you don't feel any fullness at all, if you feel gypped, ripped off, living in lack, afraid. It's okay. It's just human. God loves you exactly the same. No judgment there. But if from that place you can give anything, one tiny little bit, in awareness, then you have proved to yourself that you were not empty. And there's always something to give. And so as we try to hold on to this idea of this consciousness that attracts this good into our lives, Staying connected to source. Saying thank you. Expanding and noticing all the good. And taking all that doesn't feel good as an opportunity to overcome, to move through, to let love in, to dissolve or resolve whatever challenges we face.
empty. And so, we let go of our tight grip on our abundance, our tight grip on relationship, our tight grip on how we think things should be, our tight grip on our money and our possessions, our tight grip on our control and everything being something that we can direct. When we begin to let go of that, we are giving. We are giving by surrendering. And the moment those closed fists open, love will flow in to fill the space. Love will flow in to spill the space. And if we tighten again around that love, then we have, we're going to find that we've got a cup and eventually it's going to empty out. But if we don't tighten, if we just allow that love, give and receive, give and receive, ebb and flow then we have the opportunity to prove to ourselves that what we say about love, what we say about God, what we say about oneness, what we say about the universe is actually the truth. And when we live in that truth, even if we're only remembering every now and then, every moment that we remember that that truth, we are rich. We are wealthy beyond anyone's wildest dream. The whole creative power of God has room to move through us and create. And so we simply allow. Breathe in one more time with a reminder. Help me to stay plugged in. Hey, big self, remind my little self when it starts feeling small and terrified that there's something larger and I can plug into it at any moment. And divine love through me will bless, will multiply all that I am. All that I am, beyond what I think I am, into what I truly am. All that I have, not just the things on my inventory list, but the things that I have that I don't even know about yet, because I haven't cashed the check. All that I give all the miracles that I can create in each moment with my choices and all that I receive, all the miracles coming to me because I am allowing the miracle power of love to flow through me. And I'm grateful. And so it is. <laughs>